scene, as the scene goes on, the eyes get lower and lower and lower. Yo, black ties is the shit, son. Straight up. You know, <laughs> first it's like, yeah, black tie, you eyes around in the beginning. This is when you catch me on the side of the stage before showtime, hitting some black tie, getting my head right, right before we go on stage in front of like 100,000 raging fans. And a lot of times, that's when I create a lot of that shit on the fly. I love the hit, man. It's flavors, you can, you can taste, you can really taste it. Shit. I already feel that shit too, I feel good. Floating. Black tie keep you hot, mm. what's up? Black tie is proper. They get it right, 100. Put down on that list, they bombing that list. Balling that fist, raising that fist. Like that, like that, like this, like this. Scratching that shit, terrorist piss. Amongst it and miss, avoiding that trick. Lost in the abyss, searching got frisk. EDM got this, track got flipped. Lord in the mix, ass got kicked. Patterns, 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 patterns. I'm Kelsey, your head pilot. And I'm Aisha. You're listening to Pilot Lights, the podcast where a gal and her pals celebrate their love of weed, snacks, and TV. Aisha? Am I adding Aisha. an... Aisha. Aisha. Okay, great. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I am obviously the whitest girl on the planet. Um, and names are hard. Yeah. Aisha Ophelia is a person to watch in the spirit, spirituality, wellness, and human potential movements, self-pronounced spiritual provocateur, and lifestyle alchemist. Her unique brand of content creation merged with spirituality and being human is gaining momentum around the world. She is also the creator of the Girlfriend Manifesto, Society of Wild Hearts films, and author of soon-to-be-published Music Divination System and Guidebook. She believes every person on the planet should have a written manifesto, and she swears by her own three Ps, the pillars of plants, especially the entheogenic ones. Did I get it right? Yes. I worked so hard on that word, and then nice. I was, you know. No, now it's I'm, perfect. Now I am who I am. Uh, entheogenic kinds, people, women mostly, and the potential for the world to once again create a golden age of spiritual awareness. She facilitates globally and creates pieces of art when she is not teaching, coaching, or hibernating. You can learn more about her at AishaOphelia.com, and I will link to that in the show notes. Perfect. That's a lot of things, because again, it is life. <laughs> right? And then hearing it all back, I'm like, wow, that is, you're definitely doing the most. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if I were to just boil it down, it would be plants, people, and potential. And that's what I'm really passionate about. And ca cannabis being one of those plants. Yep. People, you know, I work with mostly women, but I've always been a really curious person about the human condition. And then just the idea that we're more than just flesh and bone. There's something yep. spiritual to each and every one of us. So that's kind of all of that distilled. 
That just gave me goosebumps. Aww. I am like a big potential person. We talked a little bit about our spirit, our horse ghosts before we started. Uh-huh. And I am a cancer who sees like the world through the rosiest of glasses. And like, I just am like, I see what it could be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you're so, a feeler. I know uh, cancers are, are, are watery, the same oh, as Scorpio. We feel, yeah. don't we? <laughs> oh, so deep, so hard. Yeah. So so that being said, we sort of try to ask our guests a couple of get-to-know-you questions. Cool. And you did mention this a little bit, but what's your relationship to cannabis? How do you like to consume? Do you like to consume? All yeah. of that jazz. Yeah, so you're a little bit into astrology. Have you heard of, like, what happens in your Jesus year? Like, the year that Jesus turned, like, 33, basically? Oh, no. So and your I, Jesus I, like, year is, like... my Jesus year. <laughs> okay, well, if you if you look back, you might look back on your Jesus year and be like, that's the year shit hit the fan, 33. So it's interesting that oh when God. I was 33 was the year that I found cannabis. So it wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. So this For me, this relationship is new. It's fresh. I'm coming to it through the sort of the eyes of an herbalist before I even, I was kind of a square growing, like the first half of my life, I was a square. And then I like turned in those clothes. I'm like, I'm done with that. I'm going over here now. So it's been kind of like that. It's been a very interesting and surprising and nourishing. It's, for me, it's like, it's a spiritual practice. And I really look at it as that. I mean, you know, and it makes just life better (laughs) right (laughs) i wasn't exactly 33 but that is pretty much the year that shit hit the fan and i definitely like leaned into my relationship with cannabis again like i stopped smoking from like high school until i was 30 you know yeah and so i was like coming at it and i used to be able to like have a one hitter at bedtime and be like oh my god i'm so high (laughs) Now that is not my relationship with cannabis, which is fine. But yeah, so like, yeah, I absolutely understand that. And I definitely, you know, for me, there's definitely a ritual moment around like grinding up this flour and putting it either in a bowl or a joint, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's why I personally prefer flour. Yeah, me too. I'm old school like that. Maybe it's just because my relationship is so fresh and it was interesting when it made the shift from like, I would always just smoke with a certain person. And then I was like, a girl needs her own pipe, her own flower. Like, what am I doing? Go, you know what I mean? So right. like, when I claimed that for myself, I really was like, okay, I do like smoking out of a pipe. And I do like having flour. I mean, it's yeah. fun to have edibles and, and it, it in different ways or roll a joint or whatever. But yeah. Just yeah. Kind of cool. I love that. And now I need to know your all time favorite snack. You know what? Okay, so look, Got my snacks right here. Okay, great. And you know what? I can't just pick one because <laughs> I can't. So you know what? Dry, dried mango and I've got some dark chocolate here. I was going to say that is a good combo yeah. right there. I've got good snacks. I don't play around. You do not play around. Yeah, that's excellent. I do have some dark chocolate hiding over there that Riley nice. gave me. I am a, it's, it's noon for me. And I am like a don't eat before noon kind of girl. And so I don't have any snacks. I will probably like make a smoothie after because I have pulled pork in the crock pot. Okay. So I'm going to have a party tonight. Snacks for both of us. Perfect. My personal all time favorite popcorn, which like all of our listeners know, or popcorn. My personal all time favorite popcorn is popcorn. My (laughs) snack is popcorn. Like we joke on the show that if I were a action figure Barbie and like came with like a couple of accessories, Mm -hmm. one of them would be popcorn. Nice. You know what? I like kettle corn. I don't know if that is ungodly to you, but that's the only way I'll eat 
popcorn. That's fine. Like you do you. I'm not a I'm not a like popcorn like I'm You're fine with kettle corn. Snob. <laughs> no, I'm fine with kettle corn. I I like it when it, like the sweet and salty and yeah. that's the thing that I'll like get at the fair. Yeah, exactly. You know, but where they know how to do it right. Right. Yeah. But I make like stovetop popcorn when I make popcorn. Right. It's like a whole affair. It's a thing. And then we have this local brand of popcorn called Little Lads, and it's this vegan herbal seasoned situation. Nice. And that it's good. so addictive. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. All right. So before we take off, we need to complete our pre-flight checklist. For folks who have not, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. It honestly, like, does not matter what you say. You can tell us your favorite snack, your favorite strain of cannabis. You can tell us, I joked on our last episode, you can tell us your favorite child because, you know, everyone has one. Uh, But that review is what really helps us out on the business end of things by moving us up the charts and helping other folks find us. And if you take a screenshot and send it to us on Instagram or via email, I will send you a sticker with like a handwritten note because that's deeply who I am. I love that. That's so something I would do we're gonna have so much fun yeah exactly if you do want to help support the show you can do that by going to patreon.com forward slash pilot lights we have all of our video episodes and our monthly patreon bonus only bonus episode dab eight club available at all levels and if you join at the five dollar and up level you'll be in our sticker of the month club so again you'll get a handwritten card from me every month for march we have a special sticker being made for us by elise Voriarni. Oh, I tried so hard on her name too, and I Ooh, probably. I wanted to that. sign you a sticker. Oh, let's talk about that later. Okay. Um, Elise is an illustrator, art therapist, and mental health advocate. She combines her professional knowledge, lived experience, and creative skill to create products and designs about mental health and self care. The ones she's sending us are so cute, and I'm so excited. And I will post them on Instagram as soon as I have them in my hand. And you can also head over to pilotlights.com to learn more about us, our sponsors, where we went for our snacks, if we do go for out for snacks. I keep writing our upcoming events, like that's the thing we're doing anytime soon, and all of our merch. <laughs> Today we have a stoner sponsor. I need to show these to you because they're so pretty. Nice. Are they chocolate? These, okay, so these are made by Xenia Cannabis Company. You can uh-huh. find them online at Xenia, Z-E-N-I-A, CannabisCO.com. Xenia's edibles are all handmade in small batches from high-quality ingredients. They're made with full-spectrum concentrate, so that means they preserve the cannabinoids, terpenes, and the full health benefits. So when you try them, you get that full entourage effect that you don't get with distillate Mm -hmm. and so like for me distillate edibles don't even work I can always tell the difference yeah um I need the full spectrum I need the whole thing they are locally owned by an adorable couple named Kate and Scott I met Scott he is lovely they met when they ran Stonewall Kitchens cooking school together they learned a lot from some of the best specialty food makers in the business over the years, and they are really excited to bring that knowledge into edibles. Their Portland kitchen will be open in June for medical and adult use. Xenia's products can be currently found in stores and caregivers across Maine. You can visit ZeniaCannabisCo.com to learn more, schedule a delivery, or locate a store that carries their edibles. Or you can follow them on Instagram because that's like where they post all their updates. And right now they're doing a special where if you mention Pilot Lights, they're going to give you a free lollipop. And I had their lollipop and it's real damn good. So yeah, 
<laughs> and today I have their dark chocolate cherry main sea salt caramels. Oh my god, you said all my favorite words. They're fucking delicious. I had two of them before nice. we recorded. I am going to have one more, so package crinkles. Sorry, yum, friends. Yum. They're super chewy and, like, buttery. I almost was like, uh-oh, did I, like, melt them because they've been sitting on my dining room table for a second? Um, but I did not. And they, like, come out of their package real pretty and perfect. And they're, mm. like, two perfect bites of 10 milligrams apiece. Nice. And what I really like about Xenia, and they're so chewy, mm. I don't even really like chocolate cherry <laughs> situations usually, but this is good. They have a dosing guide on the back. Nice. So if you want to do like a microdose, they're like, this is what a microdose is. Like, maybe don't eat that whole caramel in your face, <laughs> you know. But they they also are like, also, by the way, these can take two hours. So give it a second. Yeah, give it time. Which is why I had some earlier. But we're watching a pretty long show. So I think I'll be okay. These are good, though. Okay. We already talked about your snack. Mm -hmm. This is apparently my snack. Sometimes there's things that are just like not conducive to podcast. Yeah, you have to like take your time with it consumption oh those are good <laughs> they're really good okay yeah. so before we watch the show let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsors and now a quick word about our sponsors cat lab llc you can find them online at catlabllc.com that's c-a-t-l-a-b-l-l-c.com CatLab, short for Cannabis Analytical Testing Laboratory, will provide certified professional testing services to cannabis growers and medical marijuana dispensaries as they comply with the regulations related to human safety, product potency, and contaminant testing of adult-use marijuana products. CatLab is now open to accept medical products for testing. Mandatory testing services for the adult-use marijuana program are expected to be available by April of 2021. CatLab will provide testing for THC potency and cannabinoid profiles, filth, microbial contaminants, water activity, and moisture content. Coming in the summer of 2021, they'll also be able to test for metals, residual solvents, harmful chemicals, pesticides, fungicides, and insecticides. CatLab LLC will have sampling services available for growers, and they'll tailor those services to meet your needs, whether you need a lot of help or just a little to be in compliance with the ever-changing laws. They're open for medical products now, and they're hoping to be up and running for mandatory testing by April 2021. Go check them out at catlabllc.com and make sure your cannabis is in compliance. Please make sure that your seat backs are in their upright and locked position because it's time for takeoff. Good job. You're very serious about it. It was a good... <laughs> okay i couldn't see you i just had to pull up the words and like, right <laughs> so we are gonna watch at your suggestion love island australia which That's i'm right. so excited about and we're gonna do a three two one go before we like lose this moment and then we can like talk about why we're excited and all of that jess cool all right so ready three two one go are we close yeah okay all right. So she needs 10 Aussie singles and she needs them now. Can you yeah, hear? I can. Okay. I'm going to tick it down just a smidge, but that's okay. All right. So the reason I'm so excited about this is the longer we go into this pandemic, the more I can only consume reality TV and it needs Same. to be as stupid as possible. Exactly. This will turn your brain completely off. Yes. Full relaxation, maybe a little, some shady moments, but you know. I love, 
I love judging other people. Yeah, but it's like it's like they're more than meets the eye. At least that's where I've gotten with yeah. watching it. So okay. you know, I also I also really love other people's drama. Like I'm the kind of person that's like here for it as long as it has nothing to do with exactly, me. Exactly, exactly. And so yeah. this these outfits are like. Britney Spears hit me one more time. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind it's a lovable train wreck is the way that I like to describe it. It's okay. a, you, know, you fall in love with them, but it's a little bit like uh <laughs> it's a little bit cringeworthy at a lot of times. I mean, it's designed to be cringeworthy, which I really appreciate. I have yeah. no idea I personally identify as queer. I have no idea how you identify, but like in queer culture, there's this like embracing of tacky. Sometimes uh-huh. okay. that I yeah. really, you know, <laughs> and they are, t- they're tacky, but they don't know it. Right. And so, <laughs> so there's that, like, yeah, it's, they're serious. Right. Right. And it's, so it's like, you know, for queers, it's sort of like playing on the fact that like, yes, we know, mm-hmm. you know? And so like, but they don't know. And that's why it's so funny. And like the kids on MTV don't know. I just finished. Yeah. Are you the one? Nice. I watched a few episodes of that. I will confess to that. I have, so I have a business degree and I just got really mad that none of them knew statistics. Yeah. I was like, this is just a math problem, you guys. Exactly. But you know, they knew to bring in like young kids who would, who wouldn't play it smart, basically. Yeah. They're in a fabulous house. I want this like pink fish room. Yeah. All the neon, you know, it is kind of fun. So the premise of this show is that like, you hook up with folks, but the audience has control? It's sort of like that. You have to immediately be in a couple, and then the the audience can vote people on and off based on if they like them or not, or if they think they're forming a genuine connection. Because oh. basically the audience gets to see all of the stuff that they're not like privy to in the moment, you know? Right, right. Wow. I can't imagine having... I mean, I, I guess... Most- they sign up for it, you know? They know yeah. what they're in for. And it's yeah, a lot whole, of butt shots, apparently. A lot of butt shots, a lot of women in high heels constantly. Like, Ugh. I don't know if they're just, like, pasted on their feet, but they always have them on, and it's really awkward. That is really awkward, because, like, I don't wear high heels with my bikini, per se. Yeah, it's, like, it's really, like, who does that? This is not 1950s, but I love it that they're so far behind, like, culture. Right. Well, I mean, look at, listen, if my ass had to be in a bikini all day, like on TV, and I was concerned with things like that, I think I would probably wear heels because it does make your butt look better. You know what? You're right. That's true. You know, if you've done all those squats, you might as well like put on some heels. And that girl has definitely done them squats because like, (laughs) whoa. I know. I know. I know. (laughs) These young girls, man. Oh, man. I work at a doggy daycare. I also yeah. can't do an accent. I try every episode. It's terrible. I'm so sorry, everybody. And yeah. if you... <gasps> These intros are really the most cringeworthy part of it. It's like... Oh, my God. Take your ponytail. Put up of your ass. Yeah. But I do love her power pony. Yeah. Like, that's you know how what? the other girls are going to know she's in charge. Exactly. That is a power pony. Yeah. Like, Ariana Grande would be impressed with that one. (laughs) This is so true. (laughs) Wow, yeah. I I even thought about, like, putting on lipstick for recording today because I don't know you. And, like, that's, like, my femme instinct to do is to be like, Uh oh, my God. Like, 
I don't know this person. They can't see me. My face. Well, I'm barefaced too. It just right. Felt, it felt, it didn't feel like put on makeup kind of day. Like I just want to be it's eating my snacks, snowing. talking to you. Exactly. About right. it. I also don't wear long dangly earrings with my bikinis and heels. <laughs> oh my God. I wear long dangly earrings with everything. Do you? Everything. Good for you. Basically. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. I just feel like they would get caught in my bikini strap if I was this girl. <laughs> you know, anything for fashion. Wow, they're all so blonde. Yeah, they're all, they're all pretty sa the same. <laughs> pretty the same? Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, I mean, so I've never been to Australia. But, like, when I think of Australia, this is the girl I think of. You know what? I don't know how Australian, Australians would feel about that. I wonder if they'd be like, uh, why? Because it'd be like people thinking everyone here looks like the Kardashians, you know? I mean, that's that's true. I Well, I also think of Zoe Bell, who is like the stunt woman on all the Tarantino movies. I don't know her. Oh, she's such a fucking badass. Nice. Like, nice. such a badass. Yeah, there, he literally wrote a whole movie so she could like ride on top of a car. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and so I really do think of Zoe Bell and she's like the ultimate badass and she's gorgeous but she's like tall and blonde and like yeah, yeah. You very, know. Amer very all American I mean very like tanned person who lives in Australia I just feel like everyone's surfing yeah. all the time oh my you god know, the butt shots are gratuitous yeah they are they are I do appreciate though that they gave these girls Mike fanny packs that's true. And that didn't... was definitely... Right, like, because those... I mean, it... those bikinis aren't holding that shot. up. Exactly, exactly. And they have another mic system where it's just, like, around the neck so they can get the full, you know, the full-on outfit in it all. Right, right. Wow. I'm your naughty nurse. Okay. So when I first started watching this, I would not look at sort of like before and after I wouldn't go to their social media I wouldn't stalk them down but you know what this show it's kind of it's like it has a it slightly bad reputation because yeah if you just look at the before and after of these people it's it's kind of sad after they've been on tv you know like it just sort of goes in a direction yeah yeah I can imagine I mean I feel like it's probably like a sluttier version of like the early MTV cast kids that's true. You That's know, true. like, they just kept coming back to try to win some money. They were all, like, clearly desperate and not doing but they, well. But they all still had their original face when they came back. Like, you could recognize their face. On That's these, true. it seems like they already have a lot going on, but then you see their social media now, and you're like, whose face is that? Ooh, that's rough. I generally am not a, like, go-to-their-social-media reality TV watcher. Yeah. Except for... uh like drag stuff nice i'm just always curious i'm like i've spent this many hours with these people who are they i don't follow them i just so kind of just go on their page to get an idea an idea like, if they handle fame well or if they like yeah the fuck out oh i like um, her her monokini yeah yeah she's like i'm classy <laughs> right she looks like a model you all yeah. look like models well, that was a, that was actually a good Aussie accent right there. I did muddle, right? <laughs> <laughs> I can say one word in Aussie. 
just like this one person yeah oh miss universe australia she's a pageant girl yeah i wonder if they like scout these people like how do you wind up on this show i applied for making it that's what's the... making it oh it's um oh it's nick... oh it's i know it's exactly nick, nick offerman and leslie nope but not leslie nope amy poehler i i i basically am leslie nope like nice. yeah and so it's a thing that i would do i'm not even skilled enough to go on making it i would 100 percent lose in the first round like i could not use a woodworking tool to save my life mm, i would be into that i'm extremely crafty I'm crafty, but not handy, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. But I feel like they're showing all these people's social media. So is it like, do they find influencer type people? They must. Like, scout them? They must. Yeah. I mean, especially with these girls. Exactly. Like, I can't. <laughs> I can't. That's so many rhinestones on a bikini. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of makeup. It's a lot of hair. It's a lot of tits and ass. It's, it's a lot. So, so many lips, too. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. So many it's lips. A, it's a trend, you know. I know. Stupid Kardashians. It, yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings. I have a lot of feelings, too. It's like, I'm sure you do. Do, do we owe open that can of worms or what i mean we can open it a little bit and talk (laughs) about like how white women appropriating black culture has spread all over the world and is really shitty and we need to really stop white girls exactly it's like if i i just i don't know how we got here i don't know how the well we've talked a little bit about the kardashians but how the bratz doll is like everyone's face everyone's face is not that i think i think there's going to be like a renaissance of natural faces. That's what I'm calling in. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I mean, like, I get a little bit proud because I kind of have, like, the cheekbone hollow, which is new in my late 30s. And I'm like, oh, look, wow, I could have the thing. And then I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They care a whole lot. They care so much. I I went on a 90-day fiancé binge. Okay, okay. And there's a few women that care a lot on that show and they like show them going to get lip fillers and like all the cheek stuff and I'm like that's so much that's so much why are you doing that exactly all right here comes the queen oh and her power pony yep she only exactly she's like my power pony is better than yours yeah I'm impressed with this woman who can pull off the, like, slick back hair and it doesn't look dirty. Yeah. I'm impressed. I do like that look. That is a... Yeah, no, it's pretty sexy. If I like that, and clearly that's what she's going for. Yeah. You know? Her role role is like the pimp, basically. She, like, comes in and she's like, okay, what do you girls like? What do you want? Who do you want to meet? And then she's like, I got you some men. And bam, then they're there. Wow. And then the 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 chauvinist um, dating show begins. Yes. <laughs> are these dudes... Okay, before we start, are these dudes any, like... Okay, so we think about these in, like, physical terms, right? Uh-huh. Physically, are these boys on their level? Um, I don't... I think they're just, like, equally as obsessed with how they look. Okay. Yep. Um, I think 
the fun thing about this show for me was like getting through the many layers of that to find, oh, like there's someone in there and they probably have a good conversation with. Like, like, right. Like it's pressure for them to come in there and try to look like that too. Right, exactly. I, I but, really, yeah, the guy. I wanna, what is, sorry, I'm like obsessed with her ponytail and I want to know what that like plastic situation is that's making it so powerful. I think it's like a thread maybe they like threaded around a, a band yeah maybe i don't know it's real good though yeah i'm stealing this one i have not enough hair for this at all <laughs> you know just get the get you get you a hairdresser who'll bring a little bit of hair add it to yours it's all <laughs> she's already got enough of a task making me match the walls in my house <laughs> yeah <laughs> see now the pageantry begins wow the, and the, the effed up thing is the men get to come in and like they just stand there looking pretty and the man just gets to pick which one he wants. Wow. Yeah. It's no so, conversation. <laughs> nope. You. You. Wow. It's all based on that first. First impressions yeah. are apparently everything. Actually, I just said it the opposite way. He comes out and they step forward if they want him. My oh. Yeah. They fight over him. That's yeah. a little... Oh, my God. And a lot of times they just, like, don't step forward. It's so hurtful. Josh looks like every Josh I've ever seen. Exactly. <laughs> but look at him. He's real serious about it. I'm Josh. Yeah. I'm cute. Oh, look at those dimples, Josh. I am, like, such a sucker for pretty boys. Yeah. I want a himbo real bad. Nice. What's a himbo? Think about it. Well, just tell me. It's like a handsome Barbie boy that doesn't think and just like Gronk okay, from okay. Um, the thing. I get it. I just needed you to like explain it. A handsome pretty boy who doesn't think real hard and just is like real nice to you. Who doesn't think real hard. That is the line. <laughs> oh my He word. thinks real hard about taking care of me real good. Exactly. And being about pretty. His abs. Exactly. Right. He's real hard about his abs. And being pretty. <laughs> he looks like he's like 19. Yeah, he's 25. Oh, you did it say his age already? Yeah, yes. it did. I listened for a second. <laughs> I have more practice in like doing both things at once. Nice. Let's see who, if anyone steps forward. He this. literally looks like a Josh I went to high school with on the beach in Florida. That's hilarious. Yeah. Like you should tell that Josh he's on a national television show now, his doppelganger. He would be very upset. He went into some military academy and became like wicked conservative. I don't know. Okay. I don't talk to him. Yeah, no, no, no. That wouldn't work well, I don't think. Oh, no oh none of the girls yeah. step forward. Oh, you said little look. Wow, um, listening to like voiceover announcers have Australian accents is like just slightly disconcerting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The actually the UK um, narrator is much more like sassy. It's I don't know. It's more it's a little more cheeky. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I imagine the UK version being like a cross between this and like the Great British Baking Show as far as narration is concerned. Nice. I haven't seen the Great British Baking Show. What's the tone like? Your eyebrows look like caterpillars, bro. <laughs> yeah. They really do. They're like perched. 
on his face. <laughs> First of all, bro, that's not a bikini. That's again exactly. a monokini. That's right. Oh, they are wow! Really she even she even called him a Barbie, Ken and Barbie. Yeah, you're Ken and Barbie right there. You were right about that. Yeah. Wow, the way they're all standing. Exactly. That, that whole like I would pass out. I really I, would fall down. His shorts are so bright. Is he As trying to not teeth. be a deer? Like, is he concerned he's going to be shot? He's like, hey. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so my one experience in Tennessee, it's a very uh -huh. cool story, but it was at a, at a like, country music competition. Uh-huh. And it was in Pigeon Forge. Okay. And it was a whole stoner trip for me because I was, like, not there participating. I was just, like, there. Uh-huh. And there's a girl who won a lot, and I remember, and uh, she was wearing a hunter orange dress. Yeah, that happens a lot in Tennessee. And I was like, what? And, like, I'm from Maine. That shit happens in Maine, too. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, rural Maine and rural Tennessee just have different accents. Interesting. I haven't been to Maine. It's real pretty, but I'm from, like, real real rural Maine. I'm from the top of the Appalachians. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, he's pretty. That's right. How does his hair swoop so magically? I do kind of like his gap. I have a gap in my teeth. So when I see like a fellow gap tooth person, I'm like, yes. I appreciate it when folks don't fix it. I find it incredibly adorable. Oh, yeah. Plug my computer in. Oh no. Computer, stay with us. You can do it. Yes, we're good. None of these girls no will even look at him if they aren't interested. Yeah. Wow. This is interesting. It is a like interesting dynamic, isn't it? Yeah, like they're like they feel so bad for not picking him that they won't even look at him. This is like the perfect humble pie for attractive people. Come here and like get a pie in your face and feel weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you think this man has ever been turned down? Probably, actually. Yeah. Maybe not a lot, but. <laughs> He's definitely not my type, but I also don't think I'm his, so. <laughs> no. No one, no one is rarely my type on here i'll let you know if someone's type but definitely not him were you an mtv like were you one of those like just because i'm so in it right now i'm, I'm yes. watching the challenge right now were exactly you a, so they brought that back is it on tv now it's on netflix right now and it's okay. only two seasons no but they brought back all the old people to do it again oh yeah recently oh yeah. i heard but so, like, I'm watching this show, and the people that I'm, like, crushing on are still the uh -huh. same people I crushed on when I was younger. But now I'm like, wow, Kels. This is, because yeah. I, I, like, deeply have some types. So. <laughs> um, okay, so what's your type? Um, so, I'm queer, and I really love masculinity. Uh -huh. But, like, in a bear kind of way. Nice. You know, so I like... Uh -huh. I like big, big dudes, you uh -huh. know? And so like, I'm watching the challenge and I'm like, oh, Eric is so dreamy. And he's like the big chubby redheaded kid. And I'm like, nice. oh, no wonder. 
What what season was Eric on? Uh, he was originally on one of the like Road Rules Challenge, se- like original Road Rules seasons, okay. and then he just kept coming back for a bunch of the challenges. This kid is not attractive. He looks like he's five. I think I remember him though. Was he was he really muscular or really big? He was just like a big chubby dude, but he was like big, you know, okay. like probably like six four and three hundred pounds type of big. I'm gonna have to revisit that. Yeah, it's a good one. This yeah, this guy is personally the one I have found the least attractive so far. I also want to grab his ears. Yeah. I think it might be his haircut. I think it's just And he looks really young. Yeah. Oh my god. Can't look at you. Can't look at you. No one's stepping forward. I don't think no. they step forward for any of the men. Wow. They don't want to appear eager, maybe? I just think they're not into it. I don't want to choose something when I could have something better. I think her power pony is like a little... Did... I'm trying to figure out. Ooh, a piece of like leather. It looks like a piece of leather. It like... does. Yeah, now that, now that I'm seeing it better, like yeah. from that angle. She just got guilt tripped into stepping forward. I mean, just, that's her job as the host. She's got to, like, pair these kids up. Yeah. Y'all are going to bone every single one of you. They have to sleep, sleep in the same bed on the same night that they meet. Wow. Yeah. It's like that. You know, we joke about queer people U-hauling it a lot, which, because, like, I'm the fucking queen of it, personally. Uh-huh. I've done it a lot in my life. But, like, the premise of literally every straight dating show I've ever watched is, like, you're going to not meet each other and get married. You're going to meet each other and have sex the first night you sleep. Like, like, essentially, like, we're literally, like, putting you in this incredibly fast-forwarded timeline. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, yeah. For their, for, you know, for our viewing pleasure. Right. We want it now. (laughs) Oh, the dystopian future is weird. Okay, he is exactly my type. That's hilarious. He's, he's, like, he's, he's the cutest one so far, I'll say. Because he's are... goofy already. Yeah, he's got like a, he's got like a little glint in his eye. You're like, yeah, oh. like you know he's going to cause trouble. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Which he's is why this... I'm like, oh, I'll take that one. <laughs> yeah, he's got troublesome eyes. <laughs> oh, and he can ha- handle a screwdriver like I'm really un- not handy. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! That's nice, you know too many crotch shots. Yeah, yeah. It's uh the I um this part always hurts. Sometimes I'll have to like come back the next day. I'm like that's too much cheese. I can't even. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I am honestly surprised that they just don't like have these men in gray sweatpants. Like. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing right now, isn't it? <laughs> like with full on like crotch the- shots. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, he really is the cutest one so far. Yeah, he's got like a, ooh, she lit up. He's his, he, yeah, know. yeah. The little blue he's, bikini one. They, all the men walk up and they're always like, they're doing this to their hands. It's, it's all kind of, they're like, yeah, which one do I pick? See, I see that as like an anxiety thing. Like, a, I am so nervous. I don't know what to do with my hands thing. No, but you wouldn't be like, oh, finger lick, like that. That's true. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> 
He's like licking his lips. It really, it's like animal. It's like animalistic. I'm not, I'm not a fan of his little soul patch situation <laughs> happening. No, she's, she's holding out. Yeah. What kind of, what kind of guy do you think she wants? The best. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, that's what she just said. She's like, "Don't we save the best for last?" And and like the host is like, "No," and she's like, hmm, "Don't believe you." Yeah, exactly. I like Cassidy and her giant fake titties. Yeah. <laughs> oh my I mean, god! If they if they all had to take off all the stuff that was fake on them right now, there wouldn't be much, much left. left. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Every, I mean, every, like everyone should know that before e- even attempting to watch this. Right. Like nobody here is real. No, it's so plastic. Yeah. And you're just trying to figure out if there's a person in there. Right. <laughs> My name is Eden. So, do you think they saved the best for last? What do you think? No, I think I like the last guy better. I don't remember any of their names. Yeah. When <laughs> I'm really bad at men's names in particular because I just have so few of them in my life. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But I will Sometimes probably remember I'll, his because it's Eden. I'll watch the whole season and I still won't. I'm like, I don't want to invest in your name, but I'm going to watch your, I'm going to watch the show. Yeah, I will. I will like fully be telling my child and my roommate all the plot points within two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll both just be like, please don't. See? So you've watched a lot of reality TV. What's your favorite? Oh, gosh. I got really into 90 Day Fiance, and I don't know if that's just because, like, that kind of feels like my life right now, just because, like, my sweetheart and I met online during a pandemic. And so, like, this time when we meet in March is going to be sort of, like, the first time we actually meet. Wow. And we're going to go spend eight days together in a cabin. Perfect. I did make sure it has two bedrooms just in case we're like, I fucking hate you. Uh, I did something similar but it wasn't in a pandemic and we didn't see each other for nine months the first nine months and then we flew to Amsterdam to meet and we were together for a week did it go well it did it went really well but it's not someone I'm with to this day but we had an amazing time right I mean like I again we talked a little earlier I'm not like a relationship escalator person like Mm -hmm. that's not what I'm looking for at this point in my life I'm too fucking busy so like this is perfect sweet getaway so she got her prince. Oh, good. She did get the best. The best. All right. We have to, like, pay attention to this moment because I feel like... She's glowing. She's going to do something uncharacteristic. I'm pretty funny. How are you funny? You've Well, okay. I can't say that. I was like, you've probably never experienced trauma. Um... <laughs> But I don't know your life, honey. You probably have. Did you remember how old she was? I don't remember how old any of the women were. I only paid attention to first boy, who happened to be 25. Yeah. So they're all, like, probably 20... You probably know over 30 people. Oh, no. I'm like... if, If anyone there is 28, we're pushing it. Exactly. Like, that's old. Yeah. Get off the TV. Boo. Yeah, no one wants to see your old wrinkly ass. (laughs) Nobody. Terrible. (laughs) So basically, they're competing for money, right? 
right? $100,000 at the end. So they can like, there's incentives to be in a couple. And yep. so, you know, you're, you're trying to like pay attention to who's like playing the game and who's really here for the right reasons. Right. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Those boys egos have never been treated yeah. like that. I don't well, think <laughs> they needed to got handed to them. Yeah. So all the couples, let's see. Who's my favorite? Based on bikinis, I like Yellow Girl. Yeah, me too. You know, <laughs> purely based on their bikinis. I also like M- Millie a little bit. She seems sassy. Which the one's bl- Millie? She's got the black bikini on. Oh, she she's has, the bad she girl the, nurse. No, she had the power pony. She was your power pony girl. Yeah, she was our bad girl nurse, oh, I think. Oh, okay. I didn't know she was a nurse. Yeah, um, I do enjoy this color scheme, like, a lot, a lot. Nice. I would 100% live like that if I could. It is- very bright, very neon. Yeah. Very potential porn set. I mean, there is that. Yeah. Everything in my life, so you can't see anything behind me at all, but is like mermaid colors is how we put it at my house. Nice. <laughs> so <laughs> I've got a lot of color going on too. Yeah. And I've gotten very into wooden crates and painting them and not talking to people for an hour at a time this this pandemic and then just storing my whole life in them. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, we have to spider crawl down this glass wall when we walk down the stairs because of our fucking heels. That I mean, we will, exactly. We they cannot will take, not off. take off. Oh, you get a pillow with your name on it. Oh, and you. Exactly. And it's an orgy room. Exactly. So you're all in this room. It's going down. That's how, if, if it is going down, that's how it's, it's going, going down. down. Yeah, wow. And everyone has like a color. And all the neon lighting says things like seduce and naughty. And naughty. I mean, it's so... I mean, like, you are a hundo percent expected to bone. Exactly. It's like a sexy summer camp for hot people. Wow. And they're Mike fanny packs. I know. <laughs> Their little brains cannot handle this. Can you imagine being 22 on this show, like, sucking in, wearing a bikini? With I just can't even fucking imagine. No. How do you make any decisions at that point? Exactly. How are you not just like an animal? And well, yeah. (laughs) And I bet you can't smoke weed there, (laughs) but you're all wasted. Exactly. Which I don't get, you know, it's like, oh man, I look forward to that changing to where people view this as, you know, not even not equivalent to a glass of wine because I think it's far superior, but yeah, I think that people should at least like, put put those things in the same category in their mind yeah we have a we have a hard time like i personally have a hard time with the, like wine mom culture versus the like yeah, weed exactly. mom culture. you know yeah, like that it's why does it have to be versus why can't it just be we all have a preferred method of like getting to a point you know right and i like personally love wine and i like yeah. like cocktails and stuff like that but like it's just sort of the glorifying of alcohol as a parenting tool versus the glorifying of cannabis as a parenting tool when cannabis is like much more effective exactly and it's a plant i mean it's all i mean i get it right i I tend to agree but i think you know which like which shift happens first do people like start viewing it as something that's not harmful and can like help them relax and then they start to understand like the full spectrum of what it is or vice versa you know yeah i think for a lot of people 
it's just like the normalization and so that's kind of our goal you know in the show is like i'm a mom i'm like a professional person Uh you know like producing a podcast which there's a million moving parts so oh my god so many moving parts which like people just like don't understand but i also have like a professional day job and you know all of that stuff so 100 these girls do have excellent winged eyeliner yeah, she her makeup is on point, I will say. Yeah, like all of these girls can like rock their makeup and I'm assuming they're all doing it on their own for the show. I would I wonder if they I think probably the first day they got help and then after that you know what the thing about this show is? It's like you don't see the cameraman because there's cameras everywhere, but there's hundreds of people that are like behind the scenes. They have right. to get like a huge house or space just to like hide all the production people and right intense yeah i mean like that's what always amazed me about the mtv shows is they did it with like such tiny production teams that's true and like there was something so much more heartful about it though you know well i mean it's literally the start of reality tv exactly so So you want to know who my first crush ever was it was eric niece yes real world new york yes that's a that's a great first crush Nice, yeah. I think mine was, was like Darlene from Roseanne. <laughs> you know what? Different shows for different folks, right? <laughs> wow, she's getting compared to the Mona Lisa. I was going to say, wow. But I think he just wanted to say that so he could like blush and show his perfectly white teeth. I know, they're so intensely white. Yeah. All of them. Have you cheated before? I know. It's like, go straight in. You know what they, like, it's like the psychology of this is like, you know, if you're in like a big traumatic experience with someone, your bonding chemicals are like 10 times more. So they put them into these like heightened states and they're like yeah. having these conversations. They're like boning early. They're fighting early and we get to watch it all. I know. It's essentially like a trauma bonding experience. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, wow, we're, a, we're really sick. We're a <laughs> fucked up society. Yeah. Oh my word. Yeah. I mean, this last year didn't make you pause and come to certain conclusions about things you used to think were normal. I don't know what it would take, you know? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Her face looked the least plastic to me, I will say. Exactly. The cute cute brunette. Yeah, 100%. And as this season, like, uh, continues, she's the one that's, like, the part of it, kind of, which is weird because you wouldn't think, but she's just, like, the most real. Yeah. This this, um, blonde girl with the rhinestone bikini looks the oldest because of the work she's had done exactly and this kid looks like he's five with a six pack exactly (laughs) five years old with muscles it's looked like they took a five-year-old's face and put it on top of a kendall yeah (laughs) all their conversations are like what are you looking for what are you looking for it's not like how are you who are you what kind of music no one talks to each other like they're real hardly ever they're just like what do you like right i I like hot blondes what do you like (laughs) maybe they don't have other interests though (laughs) like maybe once in a while maybe they've never like thought about that been into an aunt or like 
really loved a TV show or a book or. (laughs) That's true. It's just the gym and um, the mall. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And that rhinestone bikini. I wonder if she hand stoned that. 100% she did not, but. Yeah. <laughs> As a pro- that. So we do um we work with a lot of local performers and we help produce shows locally and stuff like that. So we do burlesque shows a lot. And so I know so many folks who are like hand stoning everything they've literally ever owned. Okay. So I was like yeah. uh, <laughs> Nice. That's like the artistry of it. Like people that really, you know. Oh gosh, the work that goes into our local burlesque scene is just banana pants. Yeah. It's it's incredible. I love that. Yeah, it's real fun. We did a show last fall. It was a drive-in burlesque show, so we got to like perform on a stage with screens next to us nice. and it was real fun. It was real so fun. So do you do burlesque as well? I used to do it much more frequently. I haven't been in the scene. I was literally thinking about like getting back into it and then COVID hit and nice. so I've been at home okay. and and for me personally, I don't want to do a virtual show. I like need yeah. I need the instant feedback. Like I need the yeah. stage energy. But I just uh-huh. am one of those people who loves being on a stage in like literally any way that like I can get up nice. there and be ridiculous. And so the last thing we did right before COVID, we put on a grown ass adult spelling bee. Nice. I like where we that. got it was like part improv show. Like it was just a bunch of our friends and local performers and musicians and drag queens and like whoever okay. we felt like getting and we put on a spelling bee and a sloth one. So you know. I like it. Like you do. Like it. So it was literally one year ago today when we're recording. Aw. Yeah. Did you have a stage name? Um, I actually just use my regular name because it's so tied to the podcast. There is a period of time in which I performed under the name Florence Kraken. Okay. So I'm naturally a ginger. And when I was in high school, I went to Italy. And my friend Elizabeth, also a redhead, and I were walking down the road, which is a very not Italian thing to see as two redheads together. And I caused... Guy was, like, looking at us, looking at us, looking at us, and hit the car in front of him. Mm -hmm. And so... And this happened in Florence. And so Florence is the name and then kraken means to crash or come loudly wow in german German. Uh so it's florence kraken if i do use that but it's been a long time because at this point i'm like whatever it's me so was that was the guy okay (laughs) yeah he was fine it was like a little like fender bender he just like bumped the car ahead of him and like you know little tiny italian cars like yeah don't actually get hurt (laughs) i was like whoa i was waiting um yeah no it's always been my goal to cause a wreck while because someone was looking at me. It so. was pretty. It was pretty exciting. I was 16 years old, and I was yeah. like, "Wow, this is the most amazing thing that's yeah. ever happened." Like, I, oh, I've got a superpower. Right, it's red hair. Mm-hmm. I never let go of that superpower. It kind of is. It kind of is. Like, it, isn't it? I mean, sometimes it mostly my super most, superpowers getting sunburnt. Okay, that's an aside, but isn't it the least common hair color to have? Like, it's the most rare. You're the most rare. It is. And mine mine got darker as I got older. So now it's just like dishwater blonde okay. of nothingness, you know, like, okay. it's no color. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I dye it blue. What are they talking about? So they're talking to people they're not matched with right now. Yeah. He's talking about taking it slow. Yeah. 
They've got no chemistry. Oh, yeah. She was like, gotta go. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, girl, of course you want someone who really wants to be with you. That's literally how it works. No, like, exactly. It doesn't work without that piece in place. <laughs> but on here, it kind of has to because sometimes you're in like a friend couple or like you're in a couple of convenience where you're just kind of stringing each other along until because new people come in. Oh, yeah, they like vote people off and then new people come in. So, oh, sometimes that's you just fun. Stay in, yeah, sometimes you just stay in the game. They'll be like, hey, okay. That's fair. I mean, and also platonic couples are like totally valid. My roommate and I are basically married. He nice. I call him my husband. Oh, that's so sweet. I have a husband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A what? A husband, for- oh. like my former husband. I call him my husband. Oh, I wish I liked mine enough to call him that. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But I like husband. Yeah, he's my husband. He brings me coffee in the morning. It's like so lovely. Do they ever shut these lights off? Or do She's you have going to? In for it. You have no, to sleep I like they, they. I think they do. Like at a, it's on like a timer, and eventually it'll be like from day. Okay. Night. I just picture this like, you know, so one of the ways they can like psychologically torture you in a prison situation is oh by God. like not turning off the lights. There we go. Okay, that's better. Oh, but these night cameras are way better than my dad's trail cams. Exactly. And then the <laughs> night and then the night vision comes on and you know, sometimes there's a little action going on. I mean, I know people this pretty probably don't, but like what if you snore? No, they do snore. Oh, really? Full on, full on. Oh, yeah, good, no. good. I don't want to watch yeah. this. I feel like I'm being like a creep. A voyeur? I mean, that's like kind of the point. It's I know like it is. Having I... them all in the one bedroom. Yeah, yeah, that's, this literally just reminds me of my freshman year in college. <laughs> <laughs> Where everyone was boning in the room at the Man, same time, the things... but not talking about it. <laughs> yeah, the things, the things we used to do. Oh, man, I was such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we all kind of were. Yep. Oh, everyone was. You're. It's like in your bones when you're 18. <laughs> like True. you just can't help it. I mean, you're supposed to like be testing your limits, figuring out who you are. Right. And your prefrontal cortex hasn't finished making its decisions. And exactly. Nothing is good for you. <laughs> the recipe for disaster. I have an autistic teenager, so we talk about things like this a lot. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's good to know about your brain. Yeah, yeah. Your brain makes a lot of weird decisions, man. Oh, they just, all of them are just working out. Oh, no, not all of them. No. Some of the girls are just magically pretty. Yeah. Wow. Like, we don't we don't work. I never go to the gym. Ever. Right. Okay, well, Monokini girl works out. Yeah. She's the only one with, like, actual muscles. Yeah. Other than maybe a booty. Yeah. These girls also, I have noticed, wear a lot of white. As a very clumsy person, I don't own anything white. I've got, yeah, I've got a couple things white. I mean, I might have a white thing for like a day. It's true. A wear. But I don't trust myself enough to own like a white sweatshirt at a place where I have a limited wardrobe. I like that you, that was the thing you like noticed first straight away. Everyone's wearing white. Like What's they're drinking that? coffee and wearing white. I'm concerned for them. 
I don't think I ever would have noticed that. I am the clumsiest person. I will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This kitchen's real nice, though. I would, like, play in there a lot. Yeah, I always wonder if they, like, do they, they show them snacking, but, like, who makes their meals? They, like, stop to stop recording to eat. Right. How does this work? I mean, yeah. they can make tea. Good job. Exactly. Um, I need I need the logistical sheet. I need to know how this is going down. Yeah, I have, like, because I am a logistics nerd and, like, love production and shit like that, I have been, like, paying more attention this time around at the challenge. And I have noticed that on, like, certain nights there's, like, pizza when they walk through the door. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, those little things. Right. But, like, people like this don't want to eat pizza. That guy wants to eat literally steamed broccoli and chicken. I mean, you would think. Right. I wonder how they feed themselves. I'm so concerned about their... I feel like this is like The Sims. And how do they pee and how do they feed themselves are like my exactly. primary concerns That's for these exactly people. exactly what it is. That's hilarious. <laughs> wow. And like, who's going to start a fire in the kitchen? 100%. <laughs> who's going to talk shit? Who's going to flirt with who? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this would be a real fun place to fall in love, though, right? Which is, like, the design. Yeah, but do you think that... Well, there's... That's the thing. Is like, the first thing I Google when the season's over is who's still together. And, like, 90% of all the people that are in love on this thing don't end up staying together. Oh, so. yeah, no. I can't imagine they would. It's... Well, that's why I've been into 90 Day Fiance happily ever after, question mark. Uh-huh. Because then you, like, see them for a couple more seasons, essentially. Yeah. And the question mark is always, no. No one is happy. So how did it feel to meet someone that you're dating just, like, online, not have not have met them yet? It feels very strange, but also, like, fairly queer normal, you know, because, like, there's a tiny dating pool, and then, like, I've clearly run out the dating pool here, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, so, and, like, we still have people in common, even though we live seven states yeah. apart, you know, yeah. and so there's that, and, like, so it doesn't feel that scary, because, again, we have people in common, like, a friend mm -hmm. of mine was like, how the fuck did you two meet, and I was like, the internet, yeah, you know. So, so yeah, I mean, mostly I'm just really excited because I have kissed one person since last March. Yeah. One time. Yeah, you know. So, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm real excited. And, like, excited to cuddle and, like, because my kid yeah. is, is on the spectrum and, like, doesn't want to, like, snuggle up with me and that would be uh -huh. weird between my roommate and I. He's like, I give good hugs. I was like, I would cry. Aww. You know, so. Well. Uh, I do love this pink flamingo aesthetic. This is, like, honestly my primary aesthetic. And I appreciate that they have a blurred out bowl of sunscreen in the background. Wow, you're catching all the details. I do this a lot. All right. <laughs> I'm like, I want to see the blurred out bottle. I missed it. So that blue bowl on the counter next to the pink planter is full of Neutrogena sunscreen. Okay. They can't. They don't have the. They don't yeah. have the brand rights for it. Exactly. But it's the sunscreen I use. Nice. Good. Good. Uh, <laughs> Again. I'm going to make it a point to notice something that's like hidden. The ginger. Uh, the ginger 
powers of sunscreen detection are, are real. Nice. Nice. <laughs> See? It is the magical red hair. It is. Blah, blah, blah. This okay. I can't tell who they are if they have sunglasses on because they all look so much alike. I mean, it takes me many episodes to start to remember their names okay. or you know i'm like the, he he's kind of like that like i don't know it's charlie his name's charlie his name's charlie um, her, charlie his, needs to name. blend his sunscreen on his chin yeah uh right there can you see it yeah i want to just fix it for him <laughs> he couldn't be sweating it off you know yeah no he just didn't blend well he just like smeared because <laughs> he's got a line on his forehead too can you imagine your parents watching you do this whole thing too? No, we did watch. I mean, there's a British reality show oh, where, yeah, where the where yeah, exactly they, we watched it, and I got so stressed out I couldn't watch another episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm like legally this doesn't seem real. They have to know there because isn't it like certain private situations being recorded? Yeah, and I was like, um, I don't like this. They didn't read the fine print, or they know. Yeah, you know, You're like I, it makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, that one made me feel really bad. Like this is voyeuristic in a fun way. That one was voyeuristic, and I'm not sure this is legally okay way. Taylor. Taylor. Oh, because her name's not actually Taylor. It is actually no, Taylor. Oh, it's right. You're right. It is. <laughs> right, right. She's not just Australian. Yeah. It's also her name. Right. Oh, he's 6'1". I'm always curious about how tall they are because I'm a tall person and they all just seem so pint-sized. Yeah. How tall are you? But 5'9 and a half and little Josh was 6'1". They literally just said he was 6'1". Yeah. I'm so jelly of your 5'9". How tall are you? I'm 5'3". Okay, that's nice. I wear size 12 shoes. Oh. And my hands are bigger than my ex-husband's. <laughs> well, get it. And I'm so, I'm like that puppy who never grew into her paws, and I'm just like real grouchy about it. <laughs> I'm sure your presence is like, you know, it's tall presence. I hear that a lot, actually. Yeah, so. Yeah. Some people you're around and you forget that they're quote-unquote short. Yeah, it's because I boss people around a lot. Nice. Mostly. Yep. Yeah, I think I have to, like, start to tell these dudes apart by their tattoos if they're going to wear sunglasses. So oh, no, really, what if they put really a shirt on? You really can't tell them apart. Like, who do you think looks alike? They're all just blonde. I mean, they all are, like, boring and... And, like, blonde with, like, these incredibly square jawlines. Exactly. That's like... When you, when you put sunglasses on, you lose, like, half their face. Imagine if they had to wear a mask. Oh, my God. I must have... I must be, like, good at faces. Because I'm, like, I can... I mean, I know, I know who they are. Even if I don't know their names already. Yeah. I, again, I have so little interaction with men that men are like way harder for me. That's hilarious. Yeah. You're like, I literally don't know how to look at your face. And I don't want to. <laughs> and so I just, I'm like, Meh. I don't it's care. It's just like in your mind, it's like blurry. It's like the little when they blur stuff out. You're like, wait, you or him? Yeah. I, 
I was, um, I went to college late. I was 30 and I became student body president of my university. Right. And it's like a small school. It's like not a huge deal. But all of my student senators were like frat dudes. Uh-huh. And I could not remember anyone's name. So I would just like yell a generic dude name and hope someone would answer me for a long time. John. But I would be like, Will? <laughs> <laughs> um, but now I'm really good friends with so many of them, and they're like literally the only dudes in my life. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, I like his speedo sitch. Silver lining. Every time they say her name, I think they're just saying Taylor wrong. Taylor. Okay. Obviously, no one owns anyone. Good job pointing that out, white bro. Um. So they both like the same girl. Is that what they're trying to do? Rock, paper, scissors over? Essentially, yeah. You know. I mean, like, obviously that's the thing you do, right? Is like, let the couple that wants to be together couple up. I mean, you would think, but this is not normal life. This is... Um, right, right. Hollywood not... on steroids. Right, Hollywood in Australia. Mm-hmm. With this amazing green screen background situation when they have to do their confessional that's that's funny yeah oh my god this narration a tricky sitch indeed there he goes all right and then they all put on black hats right that's true and it's just square jawlines and muscles pretty much that's like the that's like the casting call do you have a square jawline do you wear white a lot do you have muscles (laughs) Are you so graceful you can drink a cup of coffee in a white shirt two exactly. days in a row? And for the, the women, it's like, are you willing to wear a bikini with heels the whole time? Oh, God. Oh, there's a camera in the mirror where he's, like, getting ready and he just is, like, staring directly into it. And that's... Mm-hmm. These men are not afraid to take their time to get ready either. They're, like, fully... They go... I mean, they look like men who spend some time. Yeah. You know, like, you don't get that swoosh. That yeah, perfect I, swoosh that dude had. That's true. And without, he has it too. Oh, I remember his name is Josh because he looks like a that's dude right, named Josh. You're Josh. I know. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I don't even. I don't know if they'll do it the first episode, but they yeah. do these challenges that are so cheesy, and oh. um, they're usually designed to like stir up some stuff between them. So oh, they'll, that's like, so great. They'll like reveal things they've said in private. You'll have to guess who said it. It's real. Like, let me cut you. It's real. Oh, wow. Yeah. They make them sweat. They make them sweat. That's a lot. Yeah. And in a bikini. It's like you have to be embarrassed in a bikini. That's a lie. I, so I did a local performance here one time called Naked People Reading. Uh Uh-huh. And I had never really experienced a cold sweat while naked until rehearsing for that. And I was like, so oh. were you, you, you were literally naked reading a book. Yeah. There's this thing called, um, and I've always wanted to do it. Oh, what's it called? But this guy in New York, basically what he does is you try to read a book and you're With clothed, but you're like the hysterical. His- yes. Hysterical literature. Yes. Hysterical- there we go. That. So I've always wanted to like do that. And I'm like, I don't even know if I could read anything. Overcome- yeah, exactly. Or maybe what if I couldn't like get there because I'm so like aware that I'm being filmed? Right. Yes. I questions I have. I've talked about it on the show. It's it's the most awkward thing I've ever done in my life, but I'm also so glad I did it. But there were like exes and coworkers and like 
new people and like so many people in the audience that I was just like, oh god. Did you ever think about chickening out? I chickened out for the second one that I was supposed to do, but only because it was outside and I was so concerned about sunburn. <laughs> Wow. Okay. You're serious about not. No, I know my limits. And like, I literally can't go outside in the summer time, like during daylight hours. Okay. So what's the feeling like when you go on stage naked? It's most people like in you're dreaming when you're naked around other people or you're fully naked or they are. Yeah, not like suddenly, this is not most people's reality. They don't walk out into a stage and have, you know. I like mean, it was really, it, we were a group on stage. So, like, we were all uh-huh. naked together on stage and just, like, okay. we took couch cushions and, like, covered them in blankets and things that could be easily washed and sheet, like, uh-huh. clean sheets and stuff like that. And, like, had fuzzy blankets that we could sort of cuddle with and, like, cups of tea and stuff like that. So we were, like, solidarity all naked together, like, the whole cast. And then the first part was, like, found readings. And the second part was, like, your own pieces. And I made everyone cry during the second part. And it was, like, a theme around – it was the night of Trump's inauguration. And so the theme was, like, the future and sort of, like, hopes. And I wrote this whole, like, piece for my kiddo called A Mother's Mm -hmm. Manifesto. Like, people cried. It was a whole bit – it was intense. It's, again, one of the most intense things I've ever done. Yeah. Like, wow. yeah. But it was really fun to, like, be naked on stage with all my pals and, yeah. like, cuddled. Yeah. And, like, that part was nice. But the reading was scary. Solidarity. So I, go- I would go to this w- women's retreat um, for the past few years before everything happened. And at the end, we would always, like, strip off all of our clothes and they would take this giant group picture. So it would be, like, 100 of, of us or more in this really cool configuration that's awesome yeah so that that i i get it was yeah. it was all women which was nice yeah i mean i learned some nice things about some of my male friends which was like lovely nice. <laughs> um but it was also like it was a very good crowd okay so they gave us a rundown recently of like who likes who and blah 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 and like no one's into the right person Exactly. And what I got out of that rundown is that they all have like monogrammed water bottles. Yeah. You know, because like you're somewhere, you can't just pick whose water bottle are you picking up? Right, exactly. Which is a thing I would do. I would make everybody monogrammed water bottles if I was going on this show. I'm into it. I'm into the I'm into personalization, I realized the other day. Yeah. I have a cricket. Oh, I, nice. like- I have a cricket. My mom had like five crickets. That's like my thing. I'll make like letters. I should show you like, I'll unplug my computer and show you later. But <gasps> Oh, look at her titties and look at yeah. the side titty and like. Look at, look at that red outfit. I know. That's like some good side oh. boob though. It's a peplum. She looks like she got a hip. The sad thing about this is like trigger warning and, um, because I've been watching Love Island for a little bit, every once in a while I'll see a headline or a headline will catch my eye. And the girl in the red and the guy she picked apparently had a really abusive relationship and she had to like leave him. And, oh, you know, that's no good. Yeah, this is that's like the underbelly of these types of shows sometimes is like that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Wow, these outfits. Let's see, is this a, this a, new, a new somebody? Oh my like god. It, I don't know. I just feel like she's gonna Xena Warrior Princess me and I'm like okay with it. And I don't Wow, that dress is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I mean, she's got they the body. They literally make them pull their bikinis into wedgies to take those butt shots. I mean, I think the bikini just is a wedgie. You think it's, so? like, it's like the cut. Yeah, it's like a front. Like, there's different cuts. For the yeah, back. no, like that second, the the white one looks fine, but the metallic one looks like she wedgied it up. Yeah. You know what? Good eye. Could have been. I also watch a lot of Project Runway. So when a fabric looks wrong, I'm like, hmm, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not that I could do anything about it, but I get judgy. If there's a guy in the villa that I like, I will definitely go for it, but if he's with someone or not. Oh. Yeah, she's like the wild card. She's like, yeah. they throw her in to shake things up. Yeah, I like this um, flapper crop. Yeah, the fringe. Yeah, whatever's happening there, I, I enjoy it. And this, this like Amazonian... I'm gonna eat you dress yeah. is pretty good. You know, the girls look a lot alike too. They're mostly blonde. Yeah, they are mostly blondes. I really can't tell them apart other than by what they're wearing usually. Mm-hmm. Or their eyeliner wings. Yeah. Wow, someone said, oh my god, she kind of looks like me, but not. You all look the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Portland, Maine is pretty diverse, but a neighborhood that I lived in at one point was not and Uh for some reason my kids kindergarten class was like two-thirds boys and I would walk into the room and it was like three-quarters white blonde boys including my own and I would just be like can I have one I don't really care which one they're all the same at five yeah (laughs) just give me one just give me one I'll bring it back tomorrow there's two brunettes there's two brunettes and four blondes as of right now you know, and I'm on, I guess I'm on Team Burnett if I had to, like, pick a team, just because... Because they're the outliers. Well, and they're, I don't know, just their personalities are, I could more tolerate than the others. Yeah, I, the two brunettes are the ones I like the most, actually. One of yeah. them has that amazing slick back hair look, which is, like, exactly. a wonder to pull off, so good on you, girl. She does a little look, now that it's not slick back, she looks a little like a Kardashian, not gonna lie. Yeah. And, yeah, but she's... The other brunette looks like almost wholesome small town. Yeah, with like, I don't even know if she has extensions, but like, you know, she like jazzed it up a little. She's like, okay. I right. Do- right. She's like the best friend of the, the pretty blondes blonde girl. are just like, the blondes are like full on Baywatch, like hair, like, like. Earrings, heels, tits, the whole nine. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of hair flipping, a lot of guys, like, um, whispering, and, um... <laughs> There's a lot of, like, loose curls, like maybe someone slept in a braid. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't. Mm-hmm. It looks like that on purpose. And Cosmo tries to convince me I can make my hair look like that if I just sleep in a braid. <laughs> wow. You know what? That magazine, wow. Yeah. It, like, it was, like, part of my coming up, and then it was, like... I can't believe I ever opened this to look for anything that was like true about being a woman. Right. And like, I mean, as a white girl, it was probably much more relevant to my experience than yours, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously. Yeah. But yeah, I have hair that does nothing. And so I would be like, Oh my God, if I just sleep with it in a braid, it'll look just like that. Oh, mm. is she going to murder one of them next? Because that's what you're implying, announcer guy. Oh, man stealing. So that's the whole thing. Oh, my God. I'm going to totally binge the rest of this all weekend. All right. I have to turn this off because my phone will just keep playing it for us forever. Yeah.
Wow, thank you so much. I'm so glad I waited to watch that. Good. I didn't I didn't think you pre-watched, but Well, we don't. I mean, sometimes we'll watch things that like we're already familiar with because like uh-huh. we love them. So like yeah. especially earlier I mean, we're in our third season now, so nice, usually nice. we're like, what, a, what do you want to watch this week? We're like, what's uh-huh. in Netflix's top ten? <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, at the beginning, we were, like, trying to also, like, do themes, and so nice, we did, like, yeah. true crime, because we're those cool. girls, and, uh-huh. like, we were, like, sitcoms, and so we did things we'd seen. Nice. But for the most part, at this point, it's just, like... Well, what's in Netflix? It's top ten, yeah. or that, yeah. and that's why I like guests to suggest things because then I'm like, don't have to think about it. Nice, yeah. And cool. I was so happy when you suggested this because I was like, great, <laughs> yes. It's just so easy to like. You don't want to make too much fun of it because that's just like mean spirited. But it's so easy just to like take the piss out of it because it's so ridiculous. It's supposed to be. It's over the top, right? Right, and they know it, and uh, yeah, and like I. I mean, I have a women and gender studies degree, so my jam is, like, getting stoned watching TV shows and being like, wow, that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I like it. So, yeah. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you had fun. I did. Thank I you I had for such asking. a good time. I did, too. I was just, like, snacking. I was like, well, I hope I'm not snacking too much, but that's what happens when you No, like, I didn't even medical. notice that you were snacking too much. I do need to find my water. I good. haven't had any. Good. Yeah, I need to do that, too. Cool. Thank you all so much for flying high with Pilot Lights. If you would like to help support the show or check out any of our social media, go to pilotlights.com. We're also going to post the link to your website, but do you want to tell people what it is one more time? Sure. It's just my name, which is asiaophelia.com. And again, I will post the link to that in our show notes. And please go check out Asia's work. It's real fun. It like we just started chatting on Instagram and and I'm so glad I invited you to do this thing. I basically yeah, just want me. rad folks to come hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. If you haven't, again, please go to Apple Podcasts, take a few minutes, give us five stars and a review. It does help us on the business end of things. And a super special thanks to our Patreon supporters. We have April, Helen, Casey, Kendra, Megan, Sailor Skip, and fucking Russ Guy. Thanks, guys. Bye. (laughs) Bye. And now a quick word about our sponsor, Scentsybox. You can find them online at www.scentsy-box.com. That's S-E-N-S-I-B-O-X. Scentsybox is a stoner's lifestyle box that comes super discreetly packaged. You can get a subscription for a year, a few months, or even a single month. As long as you order by the 10th, you're in for that month's theme. Their regular box contains 7 to 10 items a month, including a custom handcrafted bowl. Their light box has 5 to 7 items and is also a great value. In the regular box, they've been doing these handcrafted ceramic bowls as part of their Art of the Smoke series. And for February, their theme is Frog Prince. And let me tell you, this box is adorable. And in March, they're going to have a Dabbit-themed box, which I'm extra excited about. And for April, they're doing an adorable cactus-themed one. Which I can't wait for. We really adore Scentsybox, and we love that they include other awesome stoner accessories. We've gotten everything from rolling papers and filters to socks and jewelry. If you want to try them out, make sure you let them know that Pilot Lights sent you by giving them the code PILOTLIGHTS, that's P-I-L-O-T-L-I-T-E-S, at checkout. You'll even get 10% off your first order. Again, you can find them at sensi-box.com and make sure you use Pilot Lights for 10% off your first order. Get your box.